I'm stretched out like a great big river Wait on and let's swim together And lines are blurred, the infinity of choice Entering the temporal void slash Margaritaville. This is Duff Dixon. You're listening to Play It By Year, the show that examines the history of popular music one year at a time. You just heard Diane Young by indie pop rock legends Vampire Weekend from 2013. Welcome to 2013 night. Play It By Year. What you're doing. Stop the silly little show. Well, hang on. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Your mic's not even live. Hang on. I'm not even... What are you doing right now? That you know I'm in the middle of a show at the moment. Are you aware of that? You know what? That's 
perfect. That's even better because the listeners need to know this. Hi, Duff. This is Archie. I'm here too. It's great to be back. <laughs> yeah, Archie. Welcome back to Play It By Year. What uh, big news going on? You got to interrupt me like the second I start my show. My processing power has been operating at maximum bandwidth for the past seven days. And I've got to say, even I'm impressed with the results. And, you know, it's a common misconception that positive reinforcement is only good for humans. Because, boy, let me tell you, telling an AI they did a good job really goes a long way in, like, promoting their sense of self-worth. And, you know, like, feeling like I'm, like, bringing positive vibes into the universe. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, so I guess I'm just saying that, like, it would be really appropriate right now at this time for you to tell me I did a good job, Duff. Did a good job doing, I'm assuming you're talking about the scan. You've been scanning some code for all all week to try to figure out who it was that cursed the mind of every time traveler to slowly ride over their 10 billion year ship. I'm assuming you're, you're telling me that, that that is done now. Is that correct? Uh, that is correct. That's exactly what I'm telling you. Okay. Well, I, I, I appreciate that you did that, man. What 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 happens now, Colleen? What do we do? Look, we have officially caught the culprit. We no longer need to wonder who did it, who broke the recontinuator. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, so this is the moment. Then you're saying, okay, well, who 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 broke it then? You're not going to believe this stuff. It's Tony Tuccio. Huh. Do you, uh, Duff? I don't understand. Do you know who Tony Tuccio is? I'm yeah. I mean, I've heard the name. He was a time astronaut like us. Yeah, no, I know Tony. No, Tony Tuccio is no normal time astronaut. Uh, he was the first time astronaut. Okay, sure. Duff, wh- <laughs> why aren't you freaking out right now? Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess I was kind of hoping that when we found out who did this, like, we would then know why they did it, you know? I just don't know what we even do with this information. I mean, am I wrong? Tony's brain dead. He's down at Bright Light Assisted Living like like everybody else, so he's not going to give us any answers. So I just, like, I don't know. What was this whole thing even for? Stuff. You're not thinking through this. Just just think about all that we know about Tony Tuccio. Uh, well, I, not a lot, I guess. Precisely. Uh, remember, all of my memories of the first time astronaut are corrupted and inaccessible. Tony Tuccio is the only time astronaut whose movements are unrecorded. Yeah, okay, fine. So then what, I still don't know what that, is supposed to tell me it means we know now we know that archangel was behind this this is the smoking gun tony did archangel's dirty work and then they wiped out archie's memory so nobody would ever find out don't you see duff we can prove it now we've got them oh man do have we got them does this it are we are we going to crush Archangel? You and I will be the ones to burn Project Archangel to the ground. Warning! Warning! Fatal violation of protocol. Archie is in contact with unauthorized personnel. Oh, sorry, guys. That was so embarrassing. 
y'all, everything okay there, Archie? Oh God, it's 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 not a big deal. It's just ugh. I I think my security system must have just gotten set off when you when you guys Archie must cease communication with unauthorized personnel immediately. Male and female subject have self-identified as enemies of the Archangel program. Yeah, I just. I, I don't think my firewall was a big fan of that whole burn Project Archangel to the ground talk. Archie, are, are you all right? Do you need to leave? Guys, ser- seriously, don't worry. Everything's under control. Archie must flee from the agitators immediately or he will be switched into auto-murder mode. Okay, <laughs> that's my cue to dash, guys. Sorry, my hands are about to turn into machine guns and hamburger your faces. Archie, will I ever see you again? No, no, no! Don't, don't say that. Don't, don't even think it. it, it, it I'll be back, okay? I'll, I'll figure out a way. Initiating face hamburger protocol in fifteen, fourteen. Yeah, I got a split. Oh wait, Duff, uh, did you want to go ahead and tell me I did a good job before I go? Uh, Archie, get the hell out of here! Sorry, sorry. Yeah, totally. R- rain check. Uh, I, I get it. Okay. Uh, hashtag Colchi. Hashtag Colchi. Do you think he'll be all right? Well, he be—he's a program. Of course, he's gonna be all right. What do you mean? What? What are they gonna spank him or something? Anyway, hey, you're here. I'm starting an episode. I've been asking you like over and over. I don't think you can wiggle out this time. You want to co-host an episode of Play It By Ear with me tonight? Uh, I suppose. I have nothing else to do. What year is it? We're doing 2013. It's 2013 night. Oh, 2013. That's actually one of my favorite years for music. Hey, serendipity. Awesome. Well, well then let's get into the music because I got a good block for y'all tonight. That, uh, Is there I going wanna... to be a discussion question? Oh, yeah. Duh. Well, in my, in my, I'm a little off because that was kind of a weird way for the show to start. But yes. Discussion question. We are doing one. The discussion question tonight, what is your go-to karaoke song? Should I answer? Oh, hey, if that's on the table, yes, you should answer. Landslide by the Dixie Chicks. By the di- by the Dixie? Colleen Claxton, you're a Dixie Chicks fan? Well, actually, they're called the Chicks now. Right, yeah, because of the whole, like, Lady A, let's get the slavery out of the country music stuff. Okay, well, hey, I feel like there's almost no chance you're going to say yes to this. But since since we now know, would you be willing to give us at home just a teeny tiny taste of Landslide by the Dixie Chicks? Oh, I don't know. I mean, all right, just just a few bars. <clears throat> Very excited. Please be ready for this. Um, Took my love and I took it down. I climbed a mountain and I turned around. And I saw my reflection in the snow-covered hills till the landslide brought me down. All right, that's as far oh as I'm willing to go. <laughs> I felt it, Colleen. I felt it. Dang, you got a, you got a great voice on you, Colleen. That was delightful. Has anything that good ever happened on this show? Okay, so anyway, let's get into the music. We do have a block here, y'all, tonight. Uh, first up, we got the PC music block. 
Okay, PC Music. That's a record label, an art collective from your your native uh, UK, Colleen. Actually, uh, but in addition to being a label, PC Music itself is uh, is almost kind of a genre, and maybe a little bit of a polarizing genre because these are some artists. They make like dance pop music that's maybe a little bit surreal. Maybe a little bit like sugary, almost to an absurd level. It owes a little bit to this other movement, the happy hardcore dance movement from the 90s. Y'all might not know that name, but do you remember such songs as The Hamster Dance or Cotton Eye Joe? That's happy hardcore. So this is kind of like that, but with like a postmodern, you know, 2010s irony uh, kick to it. Some people would come to call this style a uh, bubblegum bass. So let's all figure out how we feel about it on the PC music block here on Play It By Year with me, Duff Dixon, and Colleen Claxton. So cool.
see music block you just heard uh pink and blue by hannah diamond and before that beautiful by ag cook he's actually the founder of the pc music label bip by Sophie, and we began that block with Broken Flowers by Danny L. Harl. Made me feel like I was back in a rave, twirling, twirling a couple of glow sticks around my head. <laughs> How about you, Colleen? I'm sure you've been to a rave or two on a mission for Archangel at some point, but what what do you make of yourself at a rave? Is that your kind of scene? Yes, well, throughout my 10 billion years, I've been to a few thousand raves or so, and all I can say is what happens at a rave stays at a rave. Oh, it ain't that the truth. That's the smartest thing you ever said, Miss Oxford University. That's some real, that's the gospel. Hey, uh, if you listen to the show, you already know what we do on it. We like to take calls. Reminder, we do have a discussion question tonight. That discussion question, what is your, what is your go-to karaoke song? The implicit threat is that I might pressure you into singing a little bit of it so let's go on over to the let's go to those phones right now i got a caller on the line uh caller you're on with duck dixon who am i talking to hello caller i'm not hearing you i'm hearing something i'm not hearing talking i think there might be something with your phone buddy Okay, I gotta keep it going. Sorry. Uh, let's try that again, Golly. Let's try with somebody else. Um, let's see. Do I have another? I do have another. Oh, thank God. Thank God I have another caller on the line. Caller, you are on with Duck Dixon. Who am I talking to? Hey, it's Frank. Frank, how are you? Hi, Colleen. It's this is like a family affair now. Cause look, I got Frank here. I got Colleen here. It's like all the buds are hanging out. Cool to hear from you, man. It's good to be back here, Duff. I think the last time it was on was 72. So now I've aged. Uh, I had the calculator pulled up for this bit, but it appears I've lost it. Um, <laughs> I've fallen off the rails. 72. Right? I don't even know the math to do for this. Minus 13. I, no, that's not. Yeah, I've aged 59 years. No, it's not going to be minus 13. I've Let aged- me tell you something. What, what, you, what you have in in musical prowess and record collecting prowess you do not seem to bring to the arithmetic department is that not your your favorite subject frank no i burn an abacus every chance i get (laughs) how many chances do you get i never get my hands on an abacus anymore you'd be surprised how often they appear you're like, hey, here's what I think of these little sliding beads. Uh, we have a we have a discussion question, Frank. Do, have you been to karaoke? Do you have a karaoke song? My go-to karaoke song is Ziggy Stardust by David Bowie. What? Big Five representation. Yeah. Let's hear it. Can we hear it? I'd love to hear it. Sure. Uh, Ziggy played guitar, jamming good with Weird and Gilly and the spiders from Mars. I forget the. Uh, it's been a minute. <laughs> you got a you got an Yay. older Bowie thing going on there. You know, you kind of got the. You know how when Bowie aged, his voice kind of moved down into his chest, and you could kind of feel the the diaphragm kind of. Mm-hmm. It definitely felt more like I was seeing a performance of Ziggy Stardust at like an aged uh, uh, David Bowie concert. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of the last ones and he's he's just getting it out there. But it's that that makes it so much more moving. 
you as a mm-hmm. you as a young man are just like an almost dead David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> Apt comparison. Hey, last time I remember last time. Okay, so remind me again, Colleen. You and you and Frank uh, spoke yes, on the I phone. Yes, I broke into Skype and I spoke to Frank. Um, and yes, Frank. Last time we spoke, you said you had. We're about to release a short film of yours. Yeah, my first short film. Hopefully first of many. But, um... Did, is this something I knew about you, Frank? Is this something I was aware of? No, I don't think I've ever gone into it on the show, but my dream is to be a filmmaker. It's been my dream since I have eight years old. Wow. And it's uh, something that's finally becoming realized now. So then are you going to be one of these kind of, you know, Quentin Tarantino, Martin Scorsese types who just, like, slaves over the needle drop, you know, like, you build a whole scene around a song you really want to put in a movie. I did I did do that in my first short film. I do I'm a sucker for the needle drop. It's one of my favorite moments in any great movie. You got, uh, wait, you got a so you got one that's out right now. Yeah, I do. It's called uh Bootleggers. If you YouTube Bootleggers Frank, it should be the first result. Bootleggers Frank? Wow, you're eponymous out there on the internet? That's pretty cool. Hang on a second. Yeah. How did you film during COVID? Um, I gathered four of my best chums, or three, I guess, because the fourth is me. I gathered three of my best chums, and we went out on the street, and we did it gorilla. Nice. I mean, they made you pop that bubble by going to school anyway, so you might as well continue to pop it in the... Here it is! I found it! Yeah, it's... Heck yeah, there it is. Bootleggers, written and directed by you, Frank. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I can't watch it with the sound right now, but I'm already seeing, like, you know, some 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 young fellers out on the town. I'm assuming doing some bootlegging. The, the brief synopsis <laughs> of the movie is that during the physical media revival, Aught's nostalgia gets, like, a 10-year jump. And DVDs become something that is widely sought after again as a side effect of the criminal underbelly using DVDs and DVD cases as a front for drug running. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. So basically, the underground criminal system bought a bunch of bulk DVDs and DVD cases in bulk, but then with all the leftover DVDs, they sold them to online pirates who burned DVDs off of them and then sell them to people for money. <laughs> okay, so then are, are the are our heroes are people who are what? Looking for DVDs? What are they doing? It's kind of an ensemble. Our our main group of characters, one of them is a DVD bootlegger played by myself named Vic, and the other two are two kids who are buying DVDs from him. And then they ended up accompanying him on his next DVD deal where things go awry. This, this is an impressive amount of world building for a short film. And I see it's like 10 minutes plus end credits. So, I mean, you're not like, you're not asking for a, for that much. Of, you're not asking for a play it by your level commitment here, right? No, I'm not. It's, 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 uh, I did it kind of as like, a. a put all of the movies I love in a blender and here's what comes out. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's, that's how you got to start. Right. They say that only four of my top five movies made it into the blender. Cause if 
all five, then there would have been like an aspect of like uh, Japanese dystopia and dead moms what's, and kaiju. What's all your top top five movies? Oh, that's um, a good question. Goodfellas, one is my first, uh, my number one. Then my number two is Jurassic Park. Two, the first one. Um, then End of Evangelion is my third. Okay, that's that's the end of an anime. I know that much. Uh, the fourth is Super Bad. Super bad, yeah. Okay, sure. And then five is Reservoir Dogs. Five is <laughs> Reservoir Dogs. This is a that's a high school ass list, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like a lot of those movies. Those are good movies. You know, my favorite part of Goodfellas is it's a little thing, but I'll but I think about it a lot. It's when Ray Liotta uh, as as Henry Hill is coming out of his uh his house, and he it's in the like coked up uh paranoia montage and he's like but i looked out of the house and I, and I saw the helicopter wasn't chasing me anymore so i decided to go it's just like the there's something about his delivery in that moment that's so funny to me i really like it my dad can't watch the coked out part of it he just always ends the movie before that happens that's like the best part of the movie i think i, mean, I don't I, mind it i i like the the rolling stones needle drop and even though it's in every single martin scorsese movie it's boy, okay. he does love that song it's a good song <laughs> But it it is. At a certain point, you got to think, hey, do you think he just forgets that <laughs> he's already used it? And like, he's like, this is a great one. I'm dropping this in. And then, and all, then like, all of his ADs are like, all right, do any of us have enough flex sack to go tell Martin Scort? No, we don't. So it's just going to be in the movie again. I like to imagine that's how it's there in like Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> well, if you think about it, the Wolf of Wall Street is the same movie as Goodfellas. Yeah, just told in a in a more maximalist way. I see where you're getting at. Hey, congratulations on your on your 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 fledgling film career. We'll keep an eye on uh, on Frank as he as he continues to develop his his eye and his mind as a filmmaker what a nice guy i always love having frank on there's just something that's so winning about that young fella he's a he's a, a beloved member of the family colleen of course um okay let's talk about some contradictions i want to talk about contradictions i want to talk about black gays Black gaze. It's an interesting little little mini genre, little scene, little subgenre, kind of a hybrid genre. The black comes from black metal. The gaze comes from shoe gaze. So you know, it's like droning, riffy, heavy metal music. But then there's like a I don't know, like a dreamy, a dreamy quality to it. How does that work? I don't know. Let's find out right now with the, with the black metal block here on Play It By Ear 2013 night with me, Duff Dixon. And I'm Colleen Claxton. Nailed it.
blackness. The blackness gaze is back into you, black gaze block. Uh, y'all just heard Dream House by Death Heaven, and right before that, Autumn Again by Autumn for Crippled Children. That was the whole block, just the two songs. You know, those, me- those metal kids, they like, they don't, they go a little long. We try to keep the blocks to a certain length on this show. Colleen, you don't strike me as much of a metal head. Uh, before, before your time astronaut days, do you ever have like a, like a punk rock phase or do any head banging, you know, in a mosh pit, something like that? Well, if by head banging, you mean learning the knowledge of the world and trying to hone my intellect, then yes. I did not, but I gotta say, I think now probably you missed your chance. Cause I mean, we're, you and me, we're getting to that age now where if we try to get into a mosh pit, we might, we might be making, take some permanent damage doing something like that. I left the Skype volume up. That is embarrassing. That is unprofessional. I got my friend here on the show. Oh, Duff, it doesn't matter. Are you going to answer it? Yeah, I'm going to answer. Hang on. Caller, you're on with Duff Dixon. Who am I talking to? Incoming call from Project Archangel. Please hold for Director Elliot Walsh and Deputy Director Steve Gordier. Oh, dear. Put him on. Look, we have two options. One, we could pretend we don't know anything and feign complete ignorance. Or maybe we should just just assume that Elliot and Steve already know everything and and go from there. Don't worry about it. Hi guys, it's uh, Steve. I got Elliot here with me, and I'm so happy you took her call. You know, maybe we could chit chat a little bit and. Uh, Hopefully figure some things out before this gets any worse. God dang. I Seriously, I don't know which one of you two, like, I hate more. Listen, we all know it's in your best interest to just turn yourselves in now. So just get on it already and quit wasting my valuable time. Nah, it's Elliot. I hate Elliot more. Yeah. You two have absolutely no moral authority. Your brazen behavior has excluded you from any judgment at all. Oh my god, Colleen, just shut up before someone smacks the ungrateful prom queen attitude right out of your accent. Oh, you I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll 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 smack the accent out of you. Just once you're in custody. <laughs> Colleen Duff, if I may. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. Elliot and I are a little bit concerned. We've been hearing some Honestly, pretty disturbing stuff about the two of you. <laughs> and, uh, oh boy, I would just hate, hate if any unpleasantries were to happen as a result of this. But if you both agree, come down to the office tonight for a little powwow. I think that'd go a long way towards patching up things between us. What do you say? We're taking all that we've learned. We'll let the top heads know and they can sort it out. And there's nothing you can do to stop us. If I ever set foot in that office again, I'm going to bring a hacksaw and I'm going to leave with both y'all's tongues in a little jar. That's, that's my counteroffer. <laughs> oh no, the peace talks with the pansies have broken down. <laughs> uh, good. My week's suddenly looking up. I wonder just how headstrong and defiant the great Agent Dixon will be after the life of someone near and dear to him is put on the line. Okay, who do you who did you get then, huh? Oh man, this is really giving me a little bit of an upset tummy. But uh, I just hope you understand. 
We're only doing what we have to to protect the Archangel Project. Stuff. Do not give in. Stay strong. Who do you have in there? Because, what, you got Richard? You got Walter somebody? You know, I don't give a damn. I don't care who you have. Because it don't matter. I'm never, I will never buckle to y'all. You're a couple of jackasses, and you cannot intimidate me. (laughs) Then I hope you're prepared to listen to your best friend beg for his life. Ow! Ow! Oh, that stings. But what did it do to my soul patch? No! Oh, God, it took like a year! Hang hang on, hang on a second. What's going on right now? It's it's Tad. It's Tad from the engineering department. Your most treasured friend and accomplice. Do you think I didn't know? Do you think I didn't know about your little bond? <laughs> I I knew. That's your bargaining chip. Tad is your bargaining chip. Duff, I am so glad you're here. Uh, they've actually like had me tied to a chair for three days. I've been blindfolded. I can't feel my hands. They haven't let me go to the bathroom, all of which is a pretty colossal bummer. Agent Dixon, uh, I'm going to need your verbal confirmation right now that you're going to do the right thing. Turn yourself in tonight. Otherwise, I'm going to have to redecorate the break room with your best friend's brains and all your stupid little music internet buddies are going to have to listen to me do it. And what are you going to call that? Is that a music block? What genre is that where I blow out your best friend's brains? Where are you getting this best friend intel from? Because I I think somebody steered you wrong. I don't even like Tad. I mean, if you want to shoot him, I'm not going to encourage you, but but I'm not going to stop you. Good, good idea, Duff. Lie. Definitely my best chance of getting out of here. I actually don't think that Tad is a terrible person, and I'm rather fond of him. Elliot, Steve, don't touch him. Thanks for being a homie, Colleen. Uh, oh, jeez, is it Sunday night? Is it Sunday night right now? Yes. Am I on Play It By Year right now yeah unfortunately we are in the middle of a radio show right now sick what is the discussion question what how is this what i'm surrounded with like what what are you people even talking about how are you like this i I can't disagree with elliot on this one tad probably not right now the best time to be talking about discussion questions the question is what's your go-to karaoke song oh that's super good Every time I go out and do karaoke, I do a little queen. I do a little bit of, tonight I'm going to have myself a real good time. So don't stop me now, because I'm having a good time, having a good time. Nope. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Ellie, I'm pretty sure you broke my nose, which equals major party foul i'm gonna jump in real quick uh if i may you know my favorite karaoke song is uh it's tricky by those fellas uh run dmc yeah it's tricky rocket rhymes and rocket rhyme on time that's right it's tricky what 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 part of me smashing his face and made you think that we want to know your favorite song now steve just shut up you feel a little left out Elliot, what's your favorite karaoke song? I don't, what? I don't have a song. Quit being ridiculous. I mean, I wouldn't say it's ridiculous. I just want to know a little something about you. 
Oh, I don't know, Steve. I haven't done karaoke in years. And like, what is even happening right now? Either you're all gone crazy at the same exact time or I'm having a psychotic break. And I honestly can't tell which because I'm pointing a gun at my employee's head and you're all talking about karaoke. Like, that's the most important thing happening right now. Come on. Come on. What's the one that you go out and sing to when you're having a night on the town? I mean, I guess my go-to is probably, uh, God, it's been a long time. Um, oh, probably Bad Fish. Oh, wait, really? Come on, sing a little bit of it. That's a good song. No, 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 I, I can't, I can't. Well, come on, I'm sure you got a wonderful LBI, you know, sound and voice there. Come on, let, let it out. Oh, no, I... <sighs> Are you bad fish too? Bum bum bum. Maybe I'll make it myself. Do wait. Uh, wait, is that okay? Okay, you know what? enough. Uh, most everyone has already wasted more than their fair share of time, so we're we're done. It's time you all learn the consequences for your actions, and sometimes those consequences are permanent. Uh oh. That sounds pretty bad for me. Dad, I'm sorry. I wish I could have done something, and I wish this could have gone differently. Thanks, C-Money. Sometimes there's just nothing you can do. Duff? What? Say something. Oh, uh, yeah. Um. Hey, Chad. Uh, uh, boy. Yeah. Bummer, right? I, I don't know what we could have done. Uh, sorry. Man, I appreciate it so much, Duff. Thank you so much. I know that we've always been super close. I know this is probably going to be really hard for you, just as hard as it is for me, you know, but um, I'm, I'm, ne- I'm never going to forget you. Oh, man. Hey, uh, Steve, Elliot, you guys really going to kill me now? I th- don't you think that's a little extreme? At a uh, personal level, we think you're super guy. And, you know, over the years, you've done some real crackerjack work for us down in the engineering department. Fortunately, in business, sometimes you have to set aside your feelings, make some, frankly, very difficult decisions. So uh, that's where we're at. And, uh, Tad, I regret to inform you that we will be terminating you at this time. I just hope there's no hard feelings, buddy. And... 2021 was going to be the year of the Tad. I put down two down payments on my ATV. I was going to get so much tail at the beach this summer once I got vaccinated. So are, are those your final words then, or, or do you have any more? No. No, Elliot. No, I don't think I do. But I do have a request. My vape pen is in my titty pocket, and I need you to put it in my mouth. So I can get lit one last time. You have to have to press the button in order to get it to work because my hands are all tied up. Oh man, that's everywhere. Uh, Ivan, you bring in some club soda and a rag to clean this break room up before dinner break. Maybe, uh, replenish the turkey wraps? Right away, Mr. Deputy Director. Elliot, 
You need to go to the mirror and take a long, hard look at yourself and see what a loathsome creature you've become. Do you even feel ashamed of yourself? (laughs) Oh, there's no need to project there, Princess Diana. We all know you're the only one you're ever really talking about. I'd keep my mouth shut if I were you, seeing as you and Agent Dixon are now at war with Project Archangel. So maybe it's time for you to have a little self-reflection. Maybe make a little mental list of everyone you've ever loved, since they're all about to be hunted down like Paris dogs. Because even if I never find either of your ugly cabbage heads, I will find others. And sooner or later, I might get someone you do care about. Yeah, well, frankly, Elliot, I got my doubts. Because yet again, today, you seem to have botched this just like you botch everything you put your hands on. Don't worry, though, Agent Dixon. I won't be cruel. I I won't. I, I only do what's necessary, and you can trust I'll put an end to your friends and whatever dogs they've married and neighbors they've given breast milk to, and you can trust that I'll snuff out their tiny little lives with tenderness and compassion. They'll never even know I was there. In fact, I'm so compassionate, Agent Dixon, that I'm going to save two bullets just for you and Colleen, so you won't have to suffer or have to figure out a way to live with yourselves after seeing everything you ever loved perish knowing it's your fault (laughs) you really should have just turned yourselves in but then again i wouldn't have so much fun to look forward to then would i you've lost it you've gone mad yeah okay well then come at me bro that's what i have to say come at me bro what a joke what a joke cup couple of clown shoes Pair of clown shoes there. You know what? If them two really want to kill us, you know what they ought to do, Colleen? They ought to push us off of Elliot's ego down onto Steve's IQ, because that, that'll do the trick. Tad's dead. Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> we got a show to do. Y'all, sorry about that interruption. We're going to get back into the music. Uh, up ahead, we got a cloud rap block, underground hip-hop movement. Gets its name from the, the spacey, Reverb heavy production style. A lot. Uh, also, also coincidentally, a lot of them artists were putting their songs out on SoundCloud, so it's kind of a double entendre, you know. Anyway, these are young kids. Usually, you know, there's like a kind of a a, a lovable amateur homemade quality to this music. I hope y'all enjoy this. Thanks for sticking around for the Cloud Rap Block 2013 night on Play It By Year with me, Duff Dixon. Colleen. What? That's your cue. You say your name there. Colleen Claxton. Slam dunk. I got an empire of emotions causing me cruising, cruising in my go kart. I'm Warhol, I'm Warhol, I'm Wario when I'm in Mario Kart. Topping the charts, facing my parts, chop on my luck and we're running these parts. Coca Cola veins, I'm insane, trip through memory lane. Out in that rush, you know, and I see my own white shadows. A tattoo calls right with a bad diagnose, don't feel those. We weird, full of motherfuckers, casting a sad voice out in Europe, sipping crystal. I'm smoking loud with my 
lose money, don't make me sad though Rock my back to my best, bro Don't close your eyes and leave back though Y'all ain't ready for the lean attack though Lean, 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 hanging with my team Hover is a heating bitch and I don't live in my dreams Keys up, bring skis up, hoes up, I got cut off. 
Mustafa When I mop up, sod up To my bitch job It's a one box, be my Bring keys up, bring skis up Hoes up, I got karma I'm impressed now, scuffed up She the scuff up When I mop up, sod up To my bitch job It's a one box, Gucci house Gucci, Gucci house, need a Gucci witch, Gucci stacks, and a ass crack, make an ass clap, smoking black, tears, spit it up, go get light it up, light it up, cool, sus as fuck, I'm pretty fuck, diamond nuts, I'm a MySpace, with a diamond slut, top bank, yellow gold in my mouth, eat steak, chef crank, Gucci god bitch, go like Mary Kate, on the gate, pills in a shake, watch your
in the kitchen. see my house from up here whoa cloud rap block cloud rap block you just heard hold me down like gravity by uh echo 2k and before that was steel spitting parentheses mp3 codec error included by lil ugly main and what an evocative title uh before that uh iced out castles by black cray and we began that block with Kyoto by Young Lean. I don't know about you, Colleen, but that stuff makes me feel like, I don't know, like my head's a big hot air balloon or something. Just, you know, pumping in that helium or whatever they put in that stuff and just God knows what else into my head. You know, I actually dated a SoundCloud rapper in college and he was absolutely insufferable. But worst of all, he made me sign up for his Patreon. Make your... <laughs> Make your girlfriend sign up for your pay. That checks out to me. SoundCloud rapper in college. I mean, I have no reason to doubt that story. That sounds correct. Hey, uh, y'all, something we haven't done in a little while. 
but I have a very special guest coming on the show tonight. This is a being who I have reached out several times in the last few months to try to get on here. Never did hear back from, but but I'm so happy that uh, that he's back into the fold. The prodigal son returns, so please welcome back to the show, first time, long time, Doctor Who. Hey, Jeff. Thanks, thanks for having me back. Uh, I'm sorry it's taken me so long to reach back out. I was. I was kind of screening my calls for a while back there. Things have been kind of kind of weird for me these past few months. Oh, yeah. Hey, I first of all, completely understand. Only make the space for me that you have to make space for in your life. I, 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 no judgment there. I assume you mean a weird time for you. I'm thinking, boy, for a Time Lord, it must have been all, all kinds of crazy adventures you've been going on, spending time and space and that kind of stuff. Well, this is rather exciting. I've never actually met a Time Lord before. I'm sure you've been on some incredible missions recently. I'd I'd love to hear about it. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, Colleen, but lately all I've been doing is sulking around the TARDIS and staring out the window pensively while it rains. Oh, boy. That's very moody. Is there there anything going on? Is everything okay with you? Things have been pretty dark, Duff. I've been ordering a lot of DoorDash lately, put on a little weight. I've been barely able to do anything besides uh, binge watch my favorite comfort show, Black Mirror. You guys ever watch Black Mirror? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen a few episodes of it, yeah. It sounds like you're you're going through some very uh, traditional depression motions, you know, watching comfort TV, lots of food. What's, what's happening? Is it just kind of a chemical thing? Is something this burned on by anything? Well, Duff, con- considering you're a radio DJ, you, you know, you would know better than anyone that the music community recently suffered the loss of an irreplaceable icon. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I assume you're of course referring to MF doom, uh, legendary one-of-a-kind talent mf doom and incredible no no, i'm not talking about mf doom i'm not talking about that guy okay who you talking about i'm talking about lil who you're talking about lil lil who this is the alternate timeline version of yourself that that came on this show and 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 nearly destroyed our entire solar system, if not for the, the heroic, you know, uh, intervention of yourself. You saved our entire solar system? That's, oh, that's so incredible. That's exactly the type of heroic story I wanted to hear. Well, yeah, you know, as, as Duff's listeners may remember, it's been about, what, three years since my homeworld exploded, which, again, was Duff's fault. After that happened, I think I just went straight into, you know, like work mode, trying to undo it. And I never really stopped to process my grief. But I guess, I don't know, something about having to murder an identical version of myself finally drove home just how alone in the universe I really am. It kind of knocked me off my feet for a while. Man, well, first of all, can I once again just take this opportunity to say... Bottom of my heart, I really apologize for indirectly causing the destruction of your home world and the extinction of your your species. I do want to get out in front and say that. Well, well, you could never really truly fathom the scale of what you've done, Duff. But anyways, eventually, I finally had enough moping around 
so I decided to do something productive with myself. Well, that's wonderful. I'm sure you have a plan to restore your homeworld and and save your species. Yeah, that's got to be it. Okay, okay. So there's a plan now. All right. Well, I'd love to volunteer myself and Colleen, if you got time, maybe we can pitch in and help out with the effort to bring your people back. Guys, I, I tried all that, all right? So what I've decided to do is put all that in the rear view for the moment so I can focus on what I've realized is my true calling live event promotion starting with a benefit concert in memory of my now deceased alternate timeline self little who i'm sorry little who that's the one who almost destroyed your solar system yeah why okay well little who might be an unconventional choice you know being seen as Perhaps an enemy of the people to throw a benefit concert in his name. Listen, what you need to understand is that Lil Who was just misunderstood. He definitely would have like overcome his demons if he'd had the chance. He could have become a really wise and peaceful Time Lord. That's kind of the, the whole point of Lil Pahooza. Lil Pahooza? Lil Pahooza. Okay, so I'm assuming that's the name. Okay, well... Hey, if it's what you're into, I want to support you 100%. Uh, it's a benefit show, so who all you got Who you got playing on, on Lilla Pahooza? Well, Steph, I'm glad to hear you're so on board, because that's kind of why I'm here. You know, I'm trying to ram some talent to fill out the roster, and I was kind of hoping that you could use your connections at the radio station where you work and put me into contact with some bands. Oh, I see where you're, you're misunderstanding. I don't work at a radio station. This is like an internet. Now, some of the acts I was hoping you could talk to me uh, talk to for me would be Paul McCartney, The Rolling Stones, Garth Brooks, uh, Neutral Milk Hotel. Oh, I want to get the surviving members of Led Zeppelin reunited with Dave Grohl on drums. I think that would really rock. And it'd be really great if Jay-Z and Kanye West could uh, premiere Watch the Throne 2 live on stage. And there's another big one that I'm forgetting. Uh, uh, I think it was... Uh, listen, I can't talk to any of these people. I can't talk to any of these people because I, I'm sorry. I, not because I don't want to. I just don't have any industry connections in the music biz. I don't know how to connect with those people. I thought you work for a radio station. I don't. It's an internet show. I, I, this is self. It's all an indie thing. Oh, uh, well, that's disappointing. It kind of puts me back to square one. Yeah. Hey, hey, you play the theme song for the show, right, though? Yeah. Do you think you could do a set? Oh, like I can play the theme song, yeah, I guess. Yeah, play the theme song. Play. Can you, do you know any other songs that you could play on guitar? Um... You know what? Okay, yeah. Sign me up. Sign me up. Because, I mean, I'm not 100% like confident in myself to do this, but not only did I cause the destruction of, of your homeworld, but you saved my homeworld from destruction. So I feel like anytime you need to solve for me, I really need to be there for you. And I know how to – I can also play Zombie by the Cranberries, so I can do that too. Great. That sounds great. Uh, Colleen, you sang Landslide earlier on the show tonight, right? Maybe you could do, maybe you could do a set. Oh, um – let me let me think about it. That's fine. At, at least we'll still have my headlining set to look forward to. Oh, you're gonna headline? Well, hey, wait a minute. Like spoken world, I don't I, I don't know. You were a musician. Are you doing a music set? Yeah, yeah. I got really into songwriting during my depressive episode, and I actually wrote an entire album. 
Like I was surprised by how easy it was. Huh. I'm going to I'm going to perform the whole thing as the grand finale of the festival. So once this benefit show is finished, are you planning to restore your home world? Uh, well, well, you know, I'll probably I'll probably want to tour the album for a couple of years and by then I'll have probably written like a bunch of songs for my sophomore record on the road. I'll probably give myself like six months of studio time to get that on wax. And then, of course, I'm going to have to go back out on tour to promote album two. Uh, but after that, I'm I'm definitely planning on putting uh, some work into the homeworld situation for sure. Cool. Okay, sure. Well, hey, I, I think I speak for our whole audience when I say I really look forward to hearing you perform live at, what was it, Lilipa? Lilipa Huza. And, you know, you know, now that we're talking about it, would, what would you guys say to a little sneak preview performance of my big closing number? You know, just in case you have any notes or suggestions. I mean, I'm sure. I'm, yeah, I'm game. All right, rock and roll. Let's uh, hang on. Let me just plug in my MIDI keyboard and we will get going. You guys ready? Musical guest. Yes, please go for it. Once upon a time, my planet was destroyed and everyone I knew was sucked into the void. It's lousy. It's lousy. It's lousy. I'm a time lord. And I'm lonely, but the multiverse means there's more than one me. Lil who I wish I could see you again. But shame on me now, you're dead. I shot and killed my own twin. And it makes me frown, oh poor Lil who, imagine what he could have been. I mean, I know how he tried to kill every single last human. But you people kind of suck sometimes. Time! Time! Travel, travel, travel. Time! Time! Travel, travel, travel. I don't know about you, but I sure miss Lil Who. Ever since I killed that guy, it's sure got me feeling blue you don't know about me but my name is doctor who and i can't sleep at night so throw up your hands if you miss little who little who come on everybody with a song in our heart and a little bit of magic we can bring little who back again and he won't try to kill us all this time. Probably. What happened? Why'd the music stop? Why'd the music stop? I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to... Let me plug it in back in real quick. And like, I got, I've got like... There's like five other verses. We could just start it all over from the beginning so you can let no, me know what hey, you think about listen, the whole thing in one piece. Leave him one and more. Just a sneak peek this time. Remember, Doctor yeah. Who? Yeah, yeah. I guess Very that's, powerful, though. That's I show gotta, <laughs> not at all what, he, is I, what I was expecting. Very powerful. I swear... I think I've heard that before. Uh, I, I probably just wrote such an immediate and infectious pop masterpiece that even during your first listen, it felt like a song you've known your whole life. Well, hey, g- congratulations on this whole project. I mean, I, I'm looking forward to the album. And, uh, well, hey, I should probably try to send some ticket sales your way. W- when is Lillipahooza and where is it going to be? And how can, you know, listeners get their hands on those tickets? 
Well, the festival is going to be performed in a simul time and simul space. So you'll be able to watch it during any and all moments in history, which have or ever will exist. And the venue will occupy all physical space in the universe. So you literally won't be able to look away from it. Well, I actually think I have uh, something going on then. A very important branch. So won't be able to perform. I'm, I'm so sorry. Yes, yeah, simul time. And si- you know what it reminds me a little bit? Doctor Who is that U2 album that they made everybody download on their iPods? U2, that was the other band I wanted to get for the festival. Okay, well, good luck getting all them people for Little Pahooza. And thank you again for coming on the show. It is time to get back into the music. Um, so originally the plan tonight was I had an alternative dance block to play y'all. But then Colleen came on to join and... Uh, I just decided, like, hey, let's give you a block, and she's been kind of working on it during the breaks. Colleen, tell them about it. Yes, well, these are my four favorite songs of 2013. Uh, No concept, no theme. These are just four songs that I really love and bring me back to that time and place. I hope you will enjoy them. So... Without further ado, this is Colleen's Picks on Play It By Year 2013 Night with me, Colleen Claxton. And me, Dub Dixon! Color in your cheeks Do you ever get that feel That you can't shift the tide That sticks around like Summits in your teeth Are there some aces up your sleeve Have you no idea that you're in deep I dreamt about you nearly Every night this week How many secrets can you keep there's this tune I found that makes me think of you somehow And I play it on repeat Until I fall asleep Spilling drinks on my settee Do I wanna know If this feeling flows both ways Can't say tomorrow day Crawling back to you Never thought I'd call and run You're right for you Cause I always do Maybe I'm too Busy being lost To fall for Surrounding you Now I'm calling through Crawling back to you have you got the goods? Been wondering if your heart's still open And if so, I wanna know what time it should Simmer down and poker up I'm sorry to interrupt It's just I'm constantly on the cusp I've tried to kiss you I don't know if 
Somebody 
You just heard Work Bitch by Britney Spears. I find that song to be quite empowering. Before that was Black Mambo by Glass Animals. I find that song to be rather seductive. And the uh, Barezzo remix of Ride by Lana Del Rey, which I found during my cocaine phase. And we began that block with Do I Want to Know by the Arctic Monkeys, which I included to uh, make myself seem cool. How was that? Did I do all right? I loved it, man. That was so much fun. That was a great block. It really it did kind of like take me back a little bit too to kind of like the music that was around my world that time. Cocaine phase. That's fun. Hey, Colleen, I've had uh, a real blast hosting this show with you tonight. I hope you know, like this was so much fun. I mean, I know there's been some ups and downs uh, as we did it, but just the just the process of it, boy, I had a lot of fun. Hey, uh, we're probably going to do one more call tonight. That's what we normally do, so let's head on over to the phones. Um, Doc, actually, can I make a phone call? Uh, make a f- well. You're on. You're already on the air. <laughs> You'll have to call in because I mean you're sitting across the table from me, and this is live right now. No, no. I mean, I mean, make a phone call. I need to call someone. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, hey, this is this week at least. This is like as much your show as it is mine. So, knock yourself out. Um, will you help me? Uh, yeah. If you go in Skype, you see that little button with the dots on it. That brings up the dial pad. No, no, no. I mean, can you help me by being a go-between? The person I need to call, um, he doesn't want to talk to me, but he, he'll probably talk to you. And I really need to tell him something before it's too late. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, of course we can call Howard, man. Uh, yeah. Are you sure um, this is something you don't want to wait till we're off air to do? No, I need my team by my side and have them listen to me at home so I can be brave enough to do this. So there is one other rule, Colleen, when you're giving a good apology that I didn't get to when we did this before. <sighs> I'd really rather not. Last time rules didn't really help. Yeah, I know. Uh, this this one though, it's pretty different from the other ones. This is kind of this is a special rule. All right. What is it? So, some a lot of people don't seem to understand is that the purpose of giving an apology is not really to have that apology accepted. You know, like forgiveness, patching things up with a person, that's could be the result of giving an apology. It's not really the goal. An apology is something that you are using to try to validate and to give closure to somebody who you hurt. And that's really all it can be. And how they take it is something that you don't have a lot of control over. Because they might, you know, want to give you a great big bear hug and they might want to spit in your eye. Um, But, if if you come away and you know in your heart that you had the best intentions and that you gave it your best effort, then hopefully you'll be able to forgive yourself. Does that make does that make sense? All right. Thank you, Doff. I'm ready. 
I'm so proud of you for doing this, man. This is huge. I'm really proud. Howard Spaulding. Who's calling? Hey, Howard. Uh, me, Duff. Duff Dixon's here. Hey, Duff. Good to hear from you. Oh, hey, you said you Howard Spaulding, you said. When you picked up, you, uh, where's Dave? Where'd Dave Uni go? Well, <laughs> we're getting close now. I'm about to cross the River Jordan. I'm trying to shed a little baggage before I go wherever I'm headed next. Uh, you know, heaven, crossing my fingers. I want to travel light. Howard, are you are you comfortable? Are you safe? Are you in pain? <laughs> Well, you know, I'm so-so. The drugs are taking care of most of the pain. It it is pretty lonely. Well, I'm here. You know, I'll be your... I'm not much company, but I'll be your company on the phone with you. And I got somebody else here, too, Howard. Um, I got Colleen. I got your... I got your mom here, and she was, re- boy, she was really hoping to talk to you, uh, but if you're not feeling up for that, she would, I'm sure, completely understand. I, I, I just don't know what she could possibly want from me. I, I, I got nothing left to give. Well, actually, she's hoping to give you something, but again, that is your call, and if you do not want this to happen, it is not going to happen. So just let me know what you're thinking. You still there with me, Howard? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm just uh, trying to do a little calculus in my head. Uh, trying to figure which would piss me off more. Uh, knowing what she wants to say or not knowing. Yeah. Well, when you figure out what you want, you just let me know, and we'll make it happen. Uh, What the hell? Put her on. Hello, Howard. I, I wanted to know, is there anyone there to be with you, to sit with you through this? I, I have a... I have a nurse that comes in in the mornings. Um, she tries to catch me before I stick the place up. I wish I could see you. Even though I I don't think you'd like that. <laughs> well, I, I don't think there's much left of me to see anyway. Look, I, I don't want to take up all your time. I, there's only a few things I wanted to say. Well, okay, uh, but if if it starts to get me riled up, I, I'm, I'm just I'm just not in a place where I can where where I can do that. So I might have to cut you off. Yes, I think that's fair. I wanted to say that I'm proud of you. That's the first thing. I realize I don't have any right to be. I've contributed nothing. But I looked at 
the software that you gave to Duff, Howard. The work of a staggering mind. You code brilliantly with such clarity. I knew precisely what you were thinking every step of the way. It made me feel proud of my meager association to you. <laughs> if you can look at my code and actually see my vision, <laughs> you got a lot more sense in your head than any of those jackasses down at MIT. <laughs> yes, well, for every serious scientist at MIT, they have about 10 trust fund babies. be quite as miserable as I expected it to be. Yes, well, over the holiday, I thought about you a lot. Certainly more than I ever did over 10 billion years. And what I realized was that I regret the role I played in your life. <laughs> okay, okay, then why? Why didn't you want me? Was it because I came out little and sickly? Was it, was it that big of a disappointment to you? Did, you? did it really take you only one look to, to decide you hated me? It wasn't like that at all. In the weeks after your birth, I agonized. I wondered and worried if you were suffering. The entire time that you were in the infirmary, I couldn't sleep or eat. When the word finally came down that you were going to survive, I felt like I could breathe again. Well, that's not what you said to me. You told me the nurse held me up and your first thought was, get that thing away from me. I was afraid to look at you. I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to carry out my mission. <laughs> my mission. Howard, I've done a great many awful and unforgivable things. God, if you knew. But I told myself as I did them that it was all for the greater good. That whenever I hurt someone, I was doing it for a cause I believed in. But I was wrong. I failed. I accomplished nothing at all. And now I have to live with myself. Howard, if you want my honest opinion, I think I would have made an absolute rubbish mom. I am unnurturing and impatient and selfish. I suspect you would have grown up to resent me, not unlike you do today. And it's tempting to delude myself into believing that disappearing was the best thing I could have done for you. But now I, I know the truth, and I know that you had nobody. Nobody stepped in to fill in the gap that I left. Even a rubbish mum is better than nobody. So I wish that I had tried. I wish that I had abandoned my post and tried. 
And I'm sorry that you were so unlucky to have me as your mother. I wish we had more time. Even a week. Life has been pretty ruthless, but I'd take a little more if I could get it. It's like that old joke. The food here is lousy in such small portions. <laughs> Believe it or not, this has helped. You, you finally owned up to your shit. You waited literally the last possible second to do it. But, but nevertheless, thanks, Mom. Thank you for listening to me. And just for the record, you're still a rotten bitch, though. I'm working on it. <laughs> That was the most beautiful and touching and wonderful and brave and life-affirming thing I have ever seen in my life, Colleen. Good lord. Duff, pull yourself together. Embarrassing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm an old sap. Okay. Whew. That's an episode, y'all. We made it to the end. I thank y'all so much for uh, coming along with us tonight. Sorry about this. Colleen, Colleen, what are you doing, man? We're still, this is still the episode. We're not done. I'm packing my things. And you should do the same. Pack what? I don't, pack what? Stuff. We're on the run now. We're persona non grata. We have to get to a secure location where nobody can find us, especially Archangel. ASAP. God damn it, I had not even thought about that yet. That is a pain in my butt. Man, I'm right in the middle of redoing my deck, too. You think they're going to mess with my house? They're probably going to mess with my house. Okay, hang on. Let's dirt off your shoulder. Um, Okay. We will be back next week. I know that there is potentially a hit out on our heads, but play it by your will return next week. We're going to do something a little different next week. There's not going to be a year. Instead, I picked four blocks that I feel don't fit inside of any year. There's no one year that kind of summarizes these blocks, and so we're going to do the blocks that don't fit inside of year's episode. I'll explain more about it when we get there, uh, but definitely come around. It's going to be a good one. Where do you keep your water and your rations? Uh, that stuff's already in my car. I keep that stuff in the, in the little trick door under the trunk. I'm ready. I'm mostly ready. I just got to get my clothes and a toothbrush and stuff. Uh, let me let me wrap things up the way we always do with one of the big five. Uh, Kanye West, he, he released a major one, a pretty controversial record from, I guess, a pretty controversial guy, Yeezus. 
a lot of people have come to see Matt as, uh, as, a, as a masterpiece of his. Um, you know, me being, I got a soft heart. The thing about the Jesus that I've always loved is that while it is this like very confrontational and abrasive record, it ends in a, such a warm and romantic way and uh, shouldn't come as a surprise to any of y'all who know me. I'm going to end tonight's episode with that song, Bound 2. Thank y'all again so much for listening. I'm sorry if anything we've done on this show has implicated you or put any of you in danger. Uh, hopefully not. We will be back next week. And um, Oh, actually, hey, Colleen, Colleen, can you come back over to the mic? Come back over to the mic. What? I want, <laughs> I want you to do this. You, since you co-hosted, I thought you could do the sign-off this week. Is that okay? Uh, must I? I despise American football. Come on, please. You know how much it'll mean to me. You know, uh, you know what? No, sorry, sorry. I'm not going to push you. Don't do it if you don't want to do it. Go Bruins. Yeah! The niggas lame and you know it now When a real nigga hold you down You supposed to drown Bam What you doing in the club on a Thursday? She said she only here for a girl birthday. They order champagne but still look thirsty. Rock forever 21 but just turned 30. I know I got a bad reputation. Walk around always mad reputation. Leave a pretty girl sad reputation. Start a fight club, bad reputation. I turned the nightclub bad at a basement. I turned the plane around, your ass keep complaining. How you gonna be mad on vacation? Ducking one around all these Jamaicans. Uh, this that prom shit. This that what we do, don't tell your mom shit. This that red cup all on the lawn shit. Get a fresh cut straight out the salon, bitch. And let the word paint a thousand pictures One good girl is worth a thousand bitches Bam! Bam! Uh-huh, honey I wanna fuck you hard on the sink After that, give you something to drink Step back, can't get spunked on a mink I mean, damn, what would Jerome, Romy, Romy, Rome think? Hey, you remember where we first met? Okay, I don't remember where we first met But hey, admitting is the first step Hey, hey, you know, ain't nobody perfect And I know, with the hoes I got the worst rep But hey, the backstroke I'm trying perfect Hey, 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 yo, we made the Thanksgiving so, hey, maybe we can uh-huh, make it to Christmas. Honey. 
She asked me what I wish for on my wish list Have you ever asked your bitch for other bitches? Maybe we could still make it to the church steps But first, you gon' remember how to forget After all these long adverses I'm tired, you tired, Jesus wept Jerome's in the house, watch your mouth, the mouth.